we are all just talking monkeys, living on a giant rock, orbiting a ball of fire, traveling at high speeds through an infinite universe. And in this podcast, we delve into the deeper meaning of what it is to be human. Welcome to the Talking Space Monkeys podcast. I'm your host, Dino. Let's begin. What is going on? It's your boy, Dino. I'm here today with my roommate. What's up, y'all? How's it going? I'm Aiden, Dino's roommate. <laughs> Aiden Jabari Martinez Holmes. Y'all, we don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, not only that, this could not be done without my main man producer, Austin. Hello. Yes, sir. Um, all right, well, I guess we're going to get started because we just finished watching uh, Mandalorian. Hell yeah. Chapter, Hell yeah. Chapter, we, we, actually, we were chapter behind, so we ended up watching chapter 11 and 12. Um, I got to ask, what do you think about that episode, man? Okay, okay. So, 11 was cool. Um, it, did, it did a really good job of setting up for 12, and I feel like 12 really just pulled it through yeah. and pulled it together. Um I thought I thought I thought these episodes were really good. I thought that they I, they they might be like the best combo of of the. Uh, well, I mean, granted, there's only like four episodes, yeah. but the best combo of the season so far. So far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I'm kind of with um we we're watching it. Austin says something about how expecting to see the Jedi, and I was so excited going into twelve, mm-hmm. like wanting to see the Jedi, and the fact that I didn't, a little disappointed, but it's just like a little taste. Little taste. It's like if it's like the a whole dip plate, in the pool, it'll be a lot better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, I feel that. So I think, uh, other than that, yeah, I thought it was good. I thought the Tie Fighters and Man- Mando hitting hitting each other. Yeah, that oh little aerial God. battle. Oh, it, was, it was beautiful. It was crazy. It was I'm kind of mad that that Baby Yoda didn't eat the little uh, the hatched the hatched egg. Well, I kind of really, I really <laughs> wanted him to eat the freaking hatched what's, one. What's, oh, you're a horrible, you're yes. a horrible person. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Canceled. Yeah, now we're canceled. Canceled. Done. What happened? Done. The culture is canceled. Does anybody know what was the thing behind that? Well, why was he getting canceled because of that? I don't know. I don't know. Because I mean, like his his species is carnivorous. Yeah, I'm not gonna choose. I'm not gonna choose a side, even though he doesn't exist. He's not a real. (laughs) Yeah. He's a He's a fictitious, fictional, fictitious, fictitious creature. Yeah. And they were mad that he was eating fictitious. Eggs? Frog people eggs? Alright, cool. Yeah, it makes sense. No, I get it. I just have I to bring it. up so people understand. The episode where she starts hopping, the frog <laughs> eating. Chapter we nine. all thought that. We all thought that was weird, right? You, yeah. Okay, cool. Weird. Okay. My thing is, okay, here's my problem. It didn't even look official. No, it was so cringy. It was so cringy. It was my, so bad. My problem with that, my problem with that was they're like, okay. They sat down as directors, producers, they were like this. They were like, they were like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They sat there, they said, alright. How do you want this fire to look? They're like, oh, practical. Everything in our show is going to be practical. It's perfect. We're going to make her. It's going to be a person in a goddamn frog suit like the Ninja Turtle's head, and it's going to be perfect. All right, cool. Yeah, we love that. We love that. Okay. Well, let's have her get naked <laughs> and take a hot bath in the Antarctic planet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. We like that. Okay. We know what we could do. <laughs> this is this is like Steve at the end of the table. <laughs> I have a really good idea. What He's if, been quiet this entire time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if we like when she freaks out and runs away, she just starts hopping because she's like a frog type creature. And they were like, "But how are we gonna do that practically, Steve?" And he said, "No, let's just CGI all of it. <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, let's just take her from a completely practical uh, special effects and then turn it into CGI." 
and do the most atrocious hoppity floppity hippity hoppity like <laughs> sad thing I've ever seen but you know what though it was still a good episode when they were fighting the, the spiders and yeah stuff, so like, but that was creative choice I just want to know who was like that's it they sat there they watched it and they were like yes <laughs> they did they really had to go through that and at the very end be like yeah that was good that was great let's go like yeah. air three two one well that's the same with like did you see Tenet did you see the movie <sighs> we went and saw it in theaters and then the thing we were talking about was like okay you sit there and in the movie theaters you, it was really hard to hear the movie like it was really hard to hear them talking and a lot of the characters had thick accents so I guess how they sound mixed it they just did a bad job but we were sitting there and I was like Dude, I can't hear what they're saying. It was Especially Aiden gets out of the movie. He's like, bro, I didn't hear a single word. Oh, the uh, action he, was awesome. He was mad because he was like, that movie was fantastic. I loved it. It's great. And I was like, bro, I couldn't hear a single thing anybody said. And that's and, a, and that's what I'm sitting. I'm, si- I'm saying you're sitting there and you're you're a big time movie director, Christopher Nolan. You're a big time producer. You get two hundred million dollars to make this movie. Yeah. Y'all didn't go. You know what? It's kind of hard to hear. Like, who, who slapped? <laughs> yeah. Who slapped? You know what I mean? I just thought they probably like, I wonder if Christopher Nolan's got like a hearing problem and no one wants to tell him. So everybody's sitting there, he's like, it's perfect. Oh, and they're like, no. and they're like, he totally him? does. Do he totally does. All these movies are like that, bro. All these movies are, you have a hard time hearing it. So bro, he just hit something. Just sit there you and everybody go, you know what? It's Christopher Nolan. I'm We're not going to back I'm not going to fucking tell him. Uh-uh. I'm not going to tell him. Oh, yeah. Does he have hearing aids? No. No, but he should. Because <laughs> well, like if I he said, does, someone should check if they're charged. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I just, they sit there and they're like, yes, that was it. Bro, That's nobody right. wanted to correct him on that. No. That's maybe, totally Maybe just turn the knob a little bit more. That's totally <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. That's not saying. Someone doesn't really sit there and prove him wrong. So he's like, it guys, wasn't- it's perfect. And they go... You're right, Chris. You're right. When it you're wasn't right, even right. that it was like it was too loud or too quiet. It was just that nothing was. Um, it, it was. It, it all sounded like mushed and blurred together. Yeah. Like I, I can't think of what. But that's what the Mandalorian sounded to, like to y'all, in episode twelve. No, no. That, what I'm saying, I'm saying the creative decisions that go behind uh, making like oh, big time yeah. films. Like someone they sat just there they and they're like, "Might everything." Yeah. Someone. No, yeah. I'm saying someone sat there they're and like, they're like CJ. These are but these are the top of the top people. Yeah. These are top notch in the business of movie. This making. is John Favreau sitting there and he's yeah. like, "You know it, what? It, it's I'm all right. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't, I don't like to think John Favreau didn't okay. No, I don't think. I like to think he was like he wasn't there for that one. And when he saw, he was like, "And if he did, I'm ignore that. How could they have made that?" Frog jumping or leaping, I don't, attempting to. No, I don't think they should have done it in the first place. No, what was crazy to me was she was running like regular <laughs> the whole just, time, and, and she, she just like swan dive into <laughs> it, bro. That was like Black Ops. Was it Black Ops One? Black Ops Two? Yes, you could swan dive the dolphin dive, and she did that. And the worst part right is she it. didn't like it, it. It didn't go running practical to frog and then stay frog it was running practical then she went back to so running, running. and then went froggy again nah I my didn't, problem I didn't was like that, that whenever she jumped she didn't go that far I'm pretty sure when frogs actually jump they can jump like 10 times I heard it was like length. 8 to like 10 it times it looks like she literally yeah. just fell over yeah. like I, yeah, I would get the same falling. results if I tried to do it yeah. but that's yeah. Well, my thing is I thought she was covering better ground when she was running why would you? Why would you go to the, the technique? Eggs, was how not were the eggs there. safe in her hands while she was flopping on the ground too? They weren't. They were. Mando had them. Oh, okay. Mando okay. had them. Yeah, I'm I was about to say sure. she's just belly flopping though with them. No, yeah, I think Mando had them. That, I didn't it, like that. It goes at to all. say, right? That creative decision, like who who, who determines that? <laughs> For example, like who determines like in Spider-Man One, it's gonna come out of his wrist. 
yes. and not a web sling. That's because it should come out of his wrist. And That's not true at all. Yes. That's not true at all. It yes. should come out of its wrist? It should. Present it to the court. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? So long. You know what, we right. had this conversation, and it really ticks me off. What do you mean? So you would rather it come out of a hole in his wrist yes. than come out of a web shoot he made? Yes. He's Spider-Man, not not I can create things, man. He He's Spider-Man. What do spiders do? They create webs. They climb. But that's what a Spider-Man do. Create webs and climbs and beats up bad guys. But that's the man part. So no. Hey, you guys, tell me that's flawed. Because one, it takes away from I told you, it takes away from from the character arc on which he's a smart guy. He's a smart. Kid. I'm not saying he can be smart though. He's a smart kid, and he can make these web shooters. But if he takes away the web shooters, man. he's still a, no. He's still. Yes. You take away his web shooters. <laughs> you take away the web shooters. It was some dry mouth. You take away the web shooters. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it looks like. <laughs> you take away the web shooters. Oh, you think the coronavirus test came back. It's positive. It's positive. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Kidding, girl. You thought your day was going bad. <laughs> Just <laughs> wait till you get this news. <laughs> I, I made a continuous lapse of judgment. <laughs> I will be better in the future. I will be better in the future. <laughs> uh, what's it called? By the way, we've all been tested positive for COVID. We we made sure of that beforehand. No, we tested negative. Oh, I'm sorry. We tested negative. Oh! I'm, I'm about to put us all on blast. I'm sorry. We tested negative for COVID. None of us have. Yes, That's we're why we're breaking the this. social... And me and Dino live together. Yeah. Me and Ethan live together. We spit on the same toothbrush. And then what? we work with Austin. Yeah. So... Mask up. We're good. Mask up. Uh, so, yeah. No, I. what I'm saying is... Got back to what I was saying. Yeah. Uh, you take away the web shooter, you still have super strength, the ability to climb walls, spidey senses. I'm pretty sure he heals faster than an average person. Mm-hmm. And and his body, you know, makeup. So your argument earlier, which I would like to point out, and I don't know if you still stand by that, but you told me uh-huh. anybody can make web shooters, therefore anybody could be Spider-Man. Yes. How would you? Stop a train as a regular. You don't have to do it that way. That's like the movie Hancock. He would rip his. He didn't. He didn't need to destroy the train and cause millions of dollars worth of damage. Rip his arms off. Doc, any okay, any (laughs) villain that Spider-Man has would instantly, instantly kill him. Doc Ock. Oh, you're a regular person. You don't have heightened reflexes. Just web shooters. Okay, let me wait until you run out of that, and I'm gonna take this octopus mechanical <laughs> arm and rip your heart out of your. But head. exactly. See, you can run out of it if you're making it. If it's from your body, you know what he can't run out of? Super strength. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he can't run out of. So if he, he has super strength, he's super not. Strength. The but you know what he can't run out? Of? The ability to climb walls. So what's stopping? The, the phony Spider-Man who has his own web shooter from using just like some super strong kind of web which same thing Spider-Man has to just like if a train's coming to just like make like a trip wire or something and just catch it like that cause I'm sure cause you, if he makes I'm it sure strong enough to hold if the real Spider-Man was gonna stop a train he would try to do that before he got in front of it and use his super strength well he didn't you know what he did what he did in the movie was he shot his webs at buildings as they were going by because the train was like on overdrive and it just and he if you have a left shooter it. you could do that he held it together no he held them so his body he acted as he acted as like the uh, the Fold. band kind of that was holding it to, holding the two together but would you say that that's the only way he could have gone about that 
Like, could could there have what been... What I'm saying is if you didn't have super strength... See, here's what I'm saying. Okay, here's what you're doing now. You're coming up with different situations. That's yes. not the situation that happened. He could okay, not touche, have stopped that touche. train in that movie without super strength. Touche. Touche. I'll, I'll give you that one. That's because that's true. That's true. That's all I'm saying. The super strength does play into it. But if you're stronger... I'm sorry. And if you're smart enough... Spider-Man, he makes the web sling. I just feel like if you're going to be Spider-Man, you should have... All of the abilities of said it spiders would come out of his butt. No, <laughs> he was really <laughs> Dino. He, he got bit by a radioactive spider. Butt. It's gonna come out of wherever it comes out of his butt. No, because his thorax might be right here. That's not where his thorax is. It might be it's his. That's butt. that's <laughs> what it would come. We'll out let of. the listeners that's decide. And we'll see what they say. Question of the question of the week. Okay. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Spider-Man. Should Spider-Man's webs come out of his wrists or a web shooter? I'm web shooter. I think it play. It's conducive. I don't even know if I word that. Use that word right. Um, we're rolling with it. <laughs> it's important to the character arc of Peter Parker that he's a smart kid. That it shows how smart he really is. That he can develop something like that. Um, in high school. My right. point of view. Wrist shooters. If he's gonna be Spider-Man and he has all the other powers already within him, why would he not physically have the shooters be a part of him? The web shooters be a part of him. Why? Why would he get all the other stuff but the web shooters? Because he could still be a smart person. There's, there's the question for the week. So what y'all are arguing is that the spider bite. Ethan, you're arguing that the spider bite only gave him super strength and the spidey sense of ability to climb walls. Super that's strength, spidey sense, but he ability did, to climb walls. But he did not give him the web. It didn't give him the web, but it also gave him that's a That's a big part of it. I see Aiden's point. No. That is a... Because the big part you was... You can't say was, that that's not a big part that the spider didn't give to him. I, I No, I agree with you, but in the comics and, and every, everything... Yes, comics, yes. And he was, a, a web he was a smart kid before he got bit. Yes. So what was stopping him from making this web shooter before he got bit? Because he didn't get bit by a spy. Okay, so in, in the comic books, in the comic books, and in, in and I stand movie. by. I know that that's okay. canon. Co- okay. Comic and the, the new movies are all canon. Because he could have been anybody, but he was thinking Spider because he got bit by a spider, and then yes. when he went into the underground wrestling. He didn't have web shooters, but they still call him Spider Man. We have the spider suit. Man, spider to be exact, but now answer me this: in the first Spider Man, did he have a device to shoot webs? In the first movie? Which one? The, in the, first, the original, original with Spider-Man Tobey Maguire? Yes. So those Tobey are the Maguire? Same, those are the same yeah. Raimi ones, and they came out of his wrist. And that was a big issue. And that, there, so no device? It was no. all natural. Like, all, yeah, all just, natural. It was just swinging. Out. And that's why, that was one of my favorite movies when I was little. So that's why I'm that's, so keen to him having them. That's the only Spider-Man I've ever seen, disclaimer. That's... That is a big disclaimer. You know what that means, That is a big disclaimer. That means you can no longer give your opinion in this conversation. Damn! That's count! It doesn't count. You haven't seen those. I was, He's not I was racist in fair point. <laughs> Look, who's the best one? Who said he couldn't have made the, the, the web slinging device before? before? He was already Thank a smart you. kid. He was an MIT. Because he, he wasn't a superhero. So what if he just went to like an arachnophobia class one day and he saw a picture of a spider and he's like, you know what? It would be cool. But he arachnophobia class. Want to be a superhero? It only he only made him to add to his superhero persona of being Spider Man. He wasn't even trying to be Spider Man. So he got bit by a spider. Started making money doing underground wrestling because he got this super agility. You know what I'm saying? And they they were they were calling him like 
uh, I think they were calling him Spider Boy at the time, or, or Man Spider or something, I think was originally. That's the best And then, you know, he was like, you know what? And then he turned into this crime-fighting person, and he's like, you know what? If I'm going to be Spider-Man, spiders have webs. I'm super smart. Let me make web shooters. I get your point. Oh, no, no, no. Your Yours point. are totally valid. Okay. This is, this is... I think it's important in the canon of his character, his, his story arc, to that displays his intelligence, that he has the ability. And I also... You know, little side note. A lot of people hate Amazing Spider-Man. I liked it. And one of my favorite parts is when he's messing with the, the, the web shooters and he's like messing up and he's figuring it out. I like that. It's the, the you, you, you prefer the... Uh... Oh, I got it. I got it. If he didn't have web shooters, he wouldn't have to do this. He wouldn't have to press a button. Oh he would just God. go like that. Yeah. Does Spider-Man go like this? No, he, he goes, goes like, like that. that. He goes like that. And he wouldn't have to push a button. If he goes he, like that. If it comes out of his wrist, he wouldn't have to push a button. He did that in the in the freaking uh, Tobey Maguire one. Why? Though. He doesn't have to push a button. He only did this because there was a button in his palm that he nah. pushed his shooters. Yes. That's just Spider-Man. That's what he'd be doing. <gasps> yeah. That's just Spider-Man? That's just that's, Spider-Man, That's bro. your argument? That's, yeah. What do you think about agree with that? That's just Spider-Man. No, that's he, his thing. No, that's his thing because he put it's literally be, the whole reason he does this is to, it put that's where the button for the so look, is. So what I'm gonna do? I think this is more of a do? movie, like a movie decision to do because this this don't sell. That doesn't look cool. It does. You know what sell. does look it cool? It doesn't sell. You know what looks cool? That looks cool. Uh, who cares? If it's like if he's just trying to do it, but then that's no movie. Who cares? But I'm saying. But that's a movie thing. I don't think honestly he needs to do that. He's just he like, does right, need to. He does. Cool. He does need to. No, in the originals he didn't need to do that because he doesn't have the button there. I'm gonna to go back. Shoot the webs out. So I'm gonna go back. It just comes out of his wrist. The whole reason. Spider-Man so you're saying does, he didn't do that in the first movie? He did, but there's no reason for him to do that because there's no. It's also more there. natural. The whole, the it's whole, a more natural thing to do. Cause look, like look, what? bend your bend your hand all the way out like that, or just bend it like that. That's not more that's natural. Not, that's, that's, you disagree I, with that. Yeah, right? that feels that's, so much more natural. No, it does not. No, it does yes, it does. Yes, natural. it does. Hell yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. You're going to see Aiden but fall what? asleep in his hands or something. Now I'm thinking about that. Now I'm thinking about that. When you go to grab something, you go, hmm. No, you go like that. Yeah, you go like that. But when you Because that's more natural. That's more natural. Let me get a high five, bro. <laughs> so, but that's my my whole reason behind that. Natural. It's the whole reason that Spider Man makes that hand gesture is because he's pressing the button to activate his web shooters. So, if he didn't have web shooters, he wouldn't do that. That's that's a good point. That's a good point. That's but good point. I also will throw this in. I also will throw this in because you could hit me with this argument. No, I lied. I lied. You can't. Never mind. That's a lie. No, no, no. That's that's a that's a solid point. I was gonna say Venom goes like that, but he doesn't. He just it's just his arm. It is just his arm. It's just, and I don't think... Uh, he doesn't shoot webs. What's the other one? Uh, the red one. Uh, yeah, I don't think he does it either. No. No. They, they, it's just their, 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 their part of their bodies. So, going back, what was the base argument right here? Was that anybody could be Spider-Man? No, no, the base argument was, I he, believe... Uh, yeah, our, in one sentence, what was the argument? I don't Should Spider-Man's webs come out of his wrist or out of a spider web shooting device? Web okay. shooters. They're called web, web shooters. shooters. That's what they're called. What? They have a name. Web shooters. <laughs> they have a okay. name. It's part of his canon. That is that is the question. Uh, the argument. Web shooters or wrist appearing action. out of wrist are all natural. All, all natural. natural. Spider-Man, what do you choose? I will say, as a person, I feel like I have the perfect mindset of this. 
just because I watched the first Spider-Man, to my understanding, it always was coming out of his wrist. So to hear that uh, the spider bite did not give him the powers to shoot wrists, yeah. I mean, to shoot webs, is shocking. I mean, that, I, I felt like, actually, was is probably the biggest part. I agree, the super strength, you can't, that doesn't just come out of nowhere, like, it doesn't just happen. But yes. the shooting the web part, I agree with Aiden, that is literally the iconic thing that he does. And that's a very crazy thing. And that's the only time it only it came out of his wrist was for that movie. So like in the entire history, two movies. Do you like? Do you see where my mindset is though? Like out of all the things, I get what you're saying. But I agree. But I agree with you that like it makes. You're saying with Spider Man, the first thing you think is webs, right? Yeah. So the fact that the spider, his whole thing of how he got his powers. Is doesn't give him the web shoes. It's a little off-putting. But let me tell you this. In his story, yes, the spiders don't give him that. So right, they, right, 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 right. They also don't give him his suit. Is Spider-Man Spider-Man without a suit? No, he he's not. It, no, he he made not. His suit. no, he's not. He made his suit. Did these comics or books you're referencing come before the original movie? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, my no, God. Okay. Okay. Yes, yes. These Spider-Man are the original. Like, he's talking about that, comics, originals. That like, changes things. Yes. Spider-Man came out. No, no, no. That's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying. I totally agree. Yes, it it does come from a web shooting device. I'm saying it should come from his wrist I because agree. that is a very odd thing to leave out. Now, yes, I get what you're saying. But it shows again, off his smarts. But once, oh, but you know what? I'm not even gonna say that anymore. Once again, I'm gonna say this. So you're saying the fact that he made it right instead of getting it uh, kind of takes away from the whole spider by giving him a superpower. Yes, this, right. I think but that's exactly. Also, what I think it takes away from it. But he also made a suit. Spider-Man is not Spider-Man without a suit. Yeah, but if, like... If, if, he, if he had a paper bag on his head and he was swinging around with webs, that's less Spider-Man than but if I saw it's Spider-Man also, Spider-Man But suit, he also makes multiple suits. Yeah. So, like, it, you and can't just also, say... And his, webs, his, his web shooters also do different stuff. But see, that, but see then that doesn't make sense because now he's not just Spider-Man anymore. Now he's Spider-Man with web shooters that, like, catch off, like, like no, flamethrowers as well. No, that's not what they do. No, I mean, but I'm saying, stuff, like, like, different stuff. Like, it, it, like he, he can shoot, like, he can cut the web off so it's just like a instead of it being a string. Like a long, like a... Yeah, instead of it being a long, it can just be a short one. Um, but my, I understand my, the point, though. My thing is, though, but no, but uh, to say, like, because the spider didn't give it to him doesn't, like... Give, doesn't give him I just feel like it takes away from it okay well but you're saying like this web slinging is like the most iconic thing for you because he is a yes. web slinger yes. right okay but the web slinging never came from the spider to begin with but it should've it is my point it should've I get what you're saying I get what you're saying no, don't get me wrong. I totally, I'm, I understand your point. I think personally, for me, I think it should have because that is such a large thing to leave out. Like that first, this, like to this, say, but to say it should have and it never did. This whole topic is the perfect trivia question for people who actually know about Spider-Man. <laughs> I think I am like the embodiment of the casual viewer. So like that's a crazy. <laughs> if you would have said like, hey, a trivia question, uh, does Spider Man shoot his webs out of his a wrist or b you really would have device said- or c fingernails? <laughs> which one is it? I'd be like wrist, well, easy, well, done. Well, no, it's not because, because I'm a casual. I've only ever seen the original one, and I honestly, I mean, this could be like my closed little mind, but I feel like a lot of people are in the same boat as me. I never knew about the device. I, okay, up up until Marvel has gotten really big. I would say yes, most viewers would be in the same shoes as you. Uh, that's true. But with all the movies Spider-Man's, they've released, how many, how many new ones? How many Spider-Man's original Spider-Man's were that came out of his wrist? Three? 
Oh, I don't even one? know. Wait, there's three movies that it came out there's of his wrist. Three, yeah. but they're all they're all. The I thought there was just one. No, Sam Raimi. No, 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 no Sam Raimi is the like the best Spider-Man movie. Is that still Tobey Maguire? Yeah, yeah. That's still Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire okay. plays Spider-Man for three. Up until the third one. Yeah, the third one's a little bit. Second one's good. Second one's amazing. First one's good. But the thing about it is, that's what I'm saying. They only ever came out of his wrist, and I'm pretty sure. People can fact check me on here. I'm not too sure. I know a little bit about comic book canon with Spider-Man. I'm a bit more with Batman than I am anybody. But uh, oh, Spider-Man, Batman could be for the next one because yeah, we'll oh, yeah. Spider-Man uh, always had. So the only so that's why it's weird to me as someone who read Spider-Man comic books, as someone who's big into the character, right? The Sam Raimi movies are the only ones where it came out of his wrist. The only ones. That's that's the only time it's ever come out of his wrist. So like. That uh, version of Spider-Man is the only one that does that. Every other. Yeah. Speaking of which, they all end up being in that new Spider-Man movie together. Because now it's now it's gonna be weird. Have you heard what? You, you you wouldn't even it wouldn't even mean that much to you because you didn't see the other ones. So they're talking about multiverses and having all the Spider-Mans meet each other in one movie. Every all three different versions. This. They gotta ask him about the wrist. So you know what? That would be with, so. They're gonna be like, with they that. Come out of your wrist. That so look, so since they're all from different universes, I can see that. I can see that technically, so and this could be like canonly speaking, it could be both. If there's different universes, there's a, right because it's proven. There, I mean, there's a whole animated movie absolutely. about it that is canon. Absolutely. So it could come out of his wrist so in, in that universe. Out. But it also could come out of a... a this is a, a whole new wrinkle to the story. See, I'm taking this all in as y'all are presenting Who's the best evidence, Spider-Man? and that's crazy. Who's the best Spider-Man? Oh, don't ask me that. The one that got bit by the spider and then got the web-shooting power. That's the real one. <laughs> I'm gonna say... I think... Look, Tom Holland actually... They actually didn't oh. do... They didn't do his... Uh, <laughs> they didn't do his origin story. I like... He just popped up. To- you, you know I'm a super n- like nostalgic person. So, Tobey Maguire has has my favorite. But, but, not because the movies were actually better. Not because he's a better actor. But sim- simply for nostalgic purposes. Who's the guy that plays him now? Tom Holland. He's well, there were, there were he's a couple a, guys. He's oh, a, he's fantastic. He's an amazing really actor. I, well, he embodies it better. I, I love him as, like, young Peter Parker. But can I say something? Andrew Garfield was also really good. Was really good, and I'll say this: in Amazing Spider-Man Two, he was never saw. Never saw. He was so. First one, he was. It was good. Second one, he was so funny, and that's the Spider-Man I wanted. I wanted a Spider-Man that was like cracking jokes while he was fighting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like in Civil War, when he goes catches one of Charles' arms, he's like, "Oh, did you have a metal arm? That's awesome." I thought that was perfect. And I think I was like, that's the Spider-Man I want is one that talks smack. Because, you know... You know what I think is crazy? How people can, uh, you know, actors are obviously great at embodying their characters. Mm-hmm. How were they able to do that for... Uh, uh, oh, I'm blanking out on his name. Um, Embody the... What do you mean, though? Like, they're, they're, they're able to portray their character so well, right? Okay. Like, actors are able to portray their yes. characters well. Yeah. So, like, how everybody's saying Tom Holland is, like, a great Spider-Man, because, yes. like, that's what Spider-Man's supposed to be. And he's British, which is crazy. And he's British. It's not even his real accent. How do you get that into an animated Spider-Man? Oh, it's about into the Spider-Verse. Wrong, bro. Yeah, the fact that you can animate someone's emotions is pretty But not even just that, but their persona. Like, their own personality. They're not, they're not a real person. Somebody wrote that in... And then somebody acted it, voice acted it, perfectly. And then they were able to, like, digitally animate it into its own person. 
And yeah. everybody fell in love with those characters. Well, I also think, but I also think, are you just saying that generally? In general, that, no, just in general. That's the same thing like Toy Story, you know what I'm saying? No, exactly, but that's just in general. Yeah, like how, like I think it's crazy how people oh, yeah. are able to do that. Like your writing skills and your voice acting skills and your animating skills all have to be on such high point. Yeah. To like have people fall in love with these characters. You're right. I would also say though, I think that is almost easier. Now I'll say this on the actor because I feel like it's easier to act with your voice and have them draw your emotions than if you're in yeah. person in front of the camera having, having to physically control both you have to physically display with your face your eyes your you know the whatever face I wouldn't say it's harder but I would say that they each require their own set of skills I, no, I think voice uh, acting is acting just without the physical. It's your. It's just a voice inflection. So I think they, voice they acting get into is it too, though. But I do think that the in-person acting is harder. Animators, I think, have it the easiest because they're given the voice actors work, and then they kind of like given the blueprint, and you can hear like, oh, this sounds super crazy right now, mm-hmm. and they can like kind of figure out. We know how to like visualize what just the audio, the what it's conveying to us. Yeah, we can put that into a form you can see, which is like literally seeing a character in a movie acting crazy and yeah. that's what you're saying I just, to break down what you're saying and this is why I love film and this is why and which in which I'm just going to break it down but uh, this is why I love cinema this is why I love that stuff and that's why I want to be a part of it eventually that's my dream you know one day is to either um win an Oscar or just be in movies and stuff and like that but uh the fact that and I I'm, I feel like this is going to be for what you're saying correct me if I'm wrong but the fact that you can have emotions. You can have real, you can laugh, cry, feel things for something or characters that don't even exist in the real world. It's crazy to me. You can watch an animated movie and it can make you cry. It can move you so yes. much to the point of tear. I, I'm not gonna lie, it's not that like I don't cry at all, you know what I'm saying? But it's not like I'm not crying all the time. Yeah. But the fact you can take something that isn't real, that does not exist. This isn't a documentary. These aren't real people. If anything, like said, animation or claymation, these are fake things. <laughs> not real. I will cry watching one of those. I will laugh watching one of those. So the fact that someone can hijack your psychology so much. So like my okay, you're kind of you're like kind of hitting the point. I'm looking at it not from the viewer's perspective, but from the creator's perspective, right? Yeah. They they literally like create their own person. They create this person's personality. They create like like when he's sitting there and he's humming to the song. He's like, oh yeah. Because he doesn't know the words. Like that. Like that's a that's a personality thing. That's something I do every day. Like I'll act like I know all these words to songs, but really I'm like. And like they they put that into a fake person, fake thing, and made it seem as if it were like real life. Like they took real life situations, put it onto a screen, and I was like, yes, I relate to that. Yeah. A thing that relate exists. Yeah, I get you. A thing that doesn't exist. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And they hit it on the head, like like perfect. And that's just one of those things where emotionally how in-depth we are as right species you know um yeah i agree i agree i do think that's a crazy it's a crazy thing it's a crazy yeah. thing yeah you go to something you you can scary movies 
Oh. You sit in a movie theater, and you know that thing's not real. You know it's an actor. You know it's either CG. You know it doesn't exist in the real world. But I'll be damned if I don't scream <laughs> when Annabelle pops up on the screen. You know what I'm saying? Like I, well, I, like, it's, I, you get the adrenaline rush, like something's chasing you, and you're sitting in a chair. That is so crazy. With like other people around you. It's safe. Like, you're as safe as you could possibly be. Yeah, I think that is crazy, and I think that's why I, I resonate. It's amazing. I, th- I think that's why I resonate with movies like like Hereditary and Midsummer so much. And I know I know you don't like those I do. Types of movies. I do no, like you them. do, but like I you love those movies. You, I like right, them. and Austin is Austin digs those too. My my thing with those right is like. It's not jump scares. They're not jump oh, no. scares. They're very psychological. Oh, and yeah. they sit in your brain and they make you think. And like for instance, for Midsummer, almost that entire movie takes place during the day. What scary movie or thriller, because some people won't consider it scary, because that was gold though, scary. Right? That was Ari Aster's gold. That's the whole point. Movie. Yeah. It's the daytime. How are you gonna make me like shit bricks in a movie theater? When the whole movie takes place during the day, and still have me walking out See, and being movie, like, "Oh shoot!" That movie didn't scare me. What and it's not scary. Movie, right. I walked out of that movie, and you're just like, and "What the, the hell did I good, just watch?" For a good two weeks. Yes, I felt bad. I didn't feel good. You didn't like, feel, that's and so that's what I feel like. I feel like that's a powerful emotion inflicted by something that doesn't exist. Exactly my point. I feel like movies, whether it be a feeling that you enjoy or not. Um, if you're like, if you're somebody who cares about movies and thinks that they should have an impact on you, you should encourage whatever feeling it is that those movies bring about, even if you don't enjoy those feelings. So like after I watched Hereditary, I was scared to death. I didn't, I like something about that movie just did not sit well with me, but I was like, you know what? That movie did a great ass job doing what it was supposed to do. It did exactly what it was supposed to do. A ghost story. Oh, have you seen it? That okay. one rocked my freaking world. That movie, it's not scary. That movie it's not scary. Made me cry twice. It made me cry in the first fifteen minutes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's not even a. It's not like a. a but but it, it has some it, scary parts. And not it, scary, yeah. but like like it, anxious. It holds a mirror up to yourself, and that's what I think you're talking about. It, some movies force you to sit with emotions that you don't want to deal with. Yeah. The movie has a very nihilistic approach. Me personally. Complete opposite nihilism. <laughs> I am positivity all the time. Peace, love, and pineapples, baby. Uh, that movie will take you out of that, and it will make you. It will make you think about a lot of stuff. And it's probably some stuff you don't want to think about. After the movie, I was like, hey, "Oh, we had a whole like thirty. I got let's 30 have a life talk, talk and get it. better." Okay, you said life talk. Yes. Makes you think about stuff. Yeah. How about we get on to our last part? Some life advice that we could give everybody that they could start today. Y'all are saying that movies make you feel something. Making yourself better should also make you feel better, something too. So, Ethan, do you want to start with uh, your advice? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, I, if I could give anybody advice on how to feel better, something that they could do today, as soon as they stop listening to this podcast. Something Hell, like before they before they stop listening yeah. to the podcast. Even there. Um. I, so me personally, and obviously, I, I also feel like everyone's unique. And there's always going to be something that you're going to have to test and try things. You're going to. You're going to have to. You're going to have to test and try uh, different things to see what best fits you and your personality. You know, some people might prefer running instead of meditating, you know, because it kind of gets them in a clear, more, it's easier for them to get into that state. Me personally, uh, I'm someone who meditates. I do breathing exercises and I stretch and I make sure to work out. And those, those things, um, especially for me personally, meditation has been a very 
large cornerstone recently in my life. It's a pillar that I've been trying to build. Um, it's something that I've tried to really kind of groove into my life routine and what I do on the daily. We, we just did that breathing exercise that you showed us. That breathing and was I've, cool. I've never done meditation or anything similar to that ever before. That was very relaxing. Like, that's something I actually need to incorporate, at least the breathing exercise part, yeah. daily. So exactly what you were just saying about you have to try and, and figure it out. The meditation part, I don't know if it was for me. Not that it was bad, but I just didn't it, I didn't resonate with it. Mm-hmm. But that breathing exercise that we did before, I was like, whoa, that was some crazy stuff. Like, I felt... I felt so what, what's something somebody could look up if they wanted to get into meditation or breathing exercises? I mean, yeah. So, uh, and I'll just give my personal. I have the Daily Calm app on my phone. Um, I think it's like $10 a month if you want to get premium version. I don't think you have to. Um, if you don't even want to do that, go to YouTube. 10-minute yeah. meditation. You can YouTube... There's great ones on YouTube. I think Daily Calm has a lot of theirs on YouTube for free. Uh, You can also look up the breathing exercise that we did before that they're discussing and talking about. Uh, We did the Wim Hof breathing exercise, which is a breathing bubble. You're going to do 40 inhalations, exhalations, um, and then you're going to do a a breath hold for as long as you can and doing a recovery breath after that. You want to do it about four times. We did about two times. You can do it first. You can do one time your first time, but I'll look it up. Wim Hof Method. Check Check it out. out. It's cool. Um, But that's something that I firmly believe, getting myself in that silent state, getting myself in that calm. um, There's science to back Mm -hmm. why those things are good for you mentally. So Ethan, meditation, breathing exercises, bringing yourself calm like to ground zero level zero yeah and make sure you work out do you do that in the Mm -hmm. beginning of the day or at the end of the day if I can do that in the beginning of the day that's better that is so much better for me okay I feel like I go about the day at at a higher vibration you know I feel I feel the vibes are just higher Oh yeah, for sure. He's a straight vibe. Positive vibes only. Yeah, I feel better. I feel like I make decisions better. I feel, if there's anything I can say, meditating for 55, I'm on my 55th day straight meditating. Um, From this point, from when I started, I feel like as if a fog that was like kind of always up here, because we deal with a lot of stress, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, is clearing away. Okay. I, I feel... I carry myself better and talk better after I meditate. I feel better about myself. I feel I feel more. I agree. Calm. I feel yeah. I feel better too. Aiden, uh, what's your piece of advice that somebody could start today? Count your blessings, because they're always there. There's never a time when you are not being blessed in some way, shape, or form. Just sit back and reflect. Sit back and reflect. So I reflect. What's one that you noticed today? Um, today, so. I uh, I had COVID like maybe a month ago or so, and I was like, oh, this is the worst. This is bad. And I was just thinking about this today. And I was like, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? I'm still alive. There are 250,000 other people who aren't, who weren't as lucky as I am to be alive today after catching this crazy pandemic disease that's going around or virus that's going around. Um, so yeah, just be, you know, be grateful. Always, always find something to be grateful for. I feel like that's what makes me happier. Um, even when I'm having a shit day and I feel like nothing's going my way. Well, look, you're alive and breathing. Um, and it doesn't always have to be that, but like you're alive and breathing. Yeah, you had a bad day, but guess what? You had a bad day, which means you're still able to have a good day after that realization. Whether it be right before you go to bed or as soon as you wake up in the morning or in the middle of the day, it doesn't matter. Um, a little bit to add to that, go listen to some music. And really tap into your emotions. I feel like I'm going to hit a real note. As men, we're always told, don't feel your emotions. Don't show your emotions. Whatever. 
don't give a damn if you see my emotions or not. It, it doesn't look like it would, like, impact me at all if you think I'm a little sissy. No, I don't give two shits. <laughs> Go listen to some music. Try and draw your own emotions out. That's how I get. There's certain songs that I hear, and I'm like, damn, this shit, like, is it's rocking my core for some reason. And whether it makes me happy, sad, angry, frustrated, um, confused, anxious, it don't matter. Just as long as you're coming to the realization of, like, I have these emotions. These emotions are okay. Let's figure out how to... Um, how to work with these emotions rather than shun them away or, or rather than try to hide them. Just so yeah, count your blessings and uh, come come in touch with yourself and your emotions. Go out and feel something. That's for everybody, not just guys, but for the guys, yes. go do that. Go yeah. do that because because you're only you're only hurting yourself if you don't. I have two things that I think. What you said is beautiful. I think gratitude is the foundation of happiness. Absolutely. If you're grateful, you're not sad. You're grateful. Yeah, that's that's the foundation to happen. And hell, even if you are sad, you're still grateful for. You're you're gonna find something that you're grateful for. Is the point? Two things. One, you start looking at your situations at less like uh, why is this happening to me, and more of what is this trying to teach me. That would profoundly change your perspective on life. And two, to implement what he's talking about, just being grateful, right? When you wake up in the morning, or when you take, I do it in the shower. So when I do it. In your head or out loud, whatever you prefer, three things every day. If you start your morning off in the morning when you take your shower, I promise you it will vastly benefit you. Three things that you were grateful for that day. Three things. It could be anything. It could be the water that is warm from your shower because you have hot water. It could be the food that you're about to eat for breakfast. It could be the sleep you got the night before. It could be that mm-hmm. one friend who mm-hmm. you can call up that family member. Three things every day when you take a shower in the morning because as in the shower, you don't have your phone on you. You're away from technology, right? Three things that you were grateful for, and I promise you. It will profoundly change your perspective. I'll try to reach a little bit deeper, though, than just those basic things, though, because I think that is literally Aiden's advice of count your blessings. Those three things, yep. count your blessings and try to realize more than just basic things that are positive in your life. Try to find like the small thing that maybe somebody said to you and just be like, wow, somebody cared for me. They showed that like, they took that a, extra step. I have a perfect it's, example of that. Like, they, they didn't have to say something. They took that step out there. Why don't I do I, You saw how that made me feel. Yeah. Why don't I do that for someone else? And let me pick it back on that. What's great about that is now you can be that person for someone else. Yeah. So when someone says something nice to you, you. And, it, and, it, and, it, and it expands your heart for that day, you feel better about yourself that day because someone went out their way to just be courteous and be a, a wonderful human yeah, being. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have that same power sitting within you to do that for someone else. So like perfect example, right? So we, uh, Dino and I are also co-workers and Austin used to be uh, in the office with us. not the same uh, boss. I used to share. be your bosses. Yeah, he was <laughs> like, I, call, I used to call him He's our, our mini boss. boss. Right now. Yeah, it's technically is. <laughs> I used to call him our mini boss, but all of all three of our bosses, Ms. Jeremy, Super, like, sweetest lady I've ever met in my entire life, other than, like, my grandma. Um, they're just, like, like super sweet lady. But I walk into her office today because I was doing some stuff for her. And I was, like, I ran I ran in one time, left, ran in another time, left, ran in a third time. And I was, like, sorry, I'm not trying to bother you. I just want to make sure I'm doing stuff right. And she goes, oh, you never bother me when you come in here. Any questions you have, anything you have to say, I am all ears. It is not a bother. And I didn't even say it in a way of, like... 
not to say I didn't mean I don't mean to bother you, but just like, you know, she has other stuff going on. She has her own work to do. She has her own life situation. Michelle, me, you're the best. Michelle, me, the best. Yes. Now you will, but. But, you know, she she straight up just said, oh, it's like you're not, you never bother me. It's ne- it's never a bother. And I was like, wow, that like made my little heart flutter. I was like, that's crazy. Cause that's she does not, that a lot, though. She, she does it a lot, but it's because it's she, she means it. She's so, she's so meaningful with it. I agree. Michelle, me, is literally the best. And, but just stuff like that, like acknowledge when people go out of their way to to make you feel uh, better. I guess better is not practice, even a good word. For practice it. emotional tele- intelligence and just like yeah, understanding yeah. how other people are feeling and perceiving what you're doing and how it's affecting them too. That's, That's a very yeah, good. I, I couldn't Absolutely. have said it better. Okay, couldn't have said it better. We're running long, so I'm gonna wrap up with my last bit of advice. And I've read this book recently called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield that's literally about what's stopping you from becoming great, and it's literally yourself and the forces inside your brain. So just like how you said, count your blessings, identifying those positive things that happen to you, mine is identifying when resistance, your brain is giving you resistance for anything you want to do. So if it's literally like, oh, that person looks like they're having a bad day. Should I say something? No, I don't want to talk to them. That right there, that's resistance. Once you see that thing says something to you, it's only telling you that because it doesn't want you to change. And Kobe actually, the late great Kobe had an awesome quote. You've probably heard it before. He's talking about resistance and that force in your brain that doesn't want you to change. He said, pain isn't, pain doesn't tell you when to stop. It only tells you, you, it's a voice that tells you to stop because it doesn't want you to change, not because you're about to. Resistance literally is like the small thing in your head that does not want you to get better. It's that first like, well, that's exactly what it is. And find those moments and then beat it because that's literally like the greatest enemy inside your own head, trying to stop you from being who you want to be, who you see yourself being. And it's giving you all these excuses. Oh, my family wouldn't like that. Like, no, just get past it. And you could use the resistance as like a compass. If you're feeling like, if, if excuses are just creeping in your mind when you think you want to try to do something, that means you should probably try to do it. Mm-hmm. It's probably the right thing. Like, honestly, whenever I start recording podcasts, I think of every single little tiny excuse. They're like, oh, what, what could I have texted? Like, Ethan, I ate it. Oh, I can't make it here tonight. I, that right there, I was like, no, I can't do that. I can't bail out right now. It's, why? Because I should be doing this. Right. I should be here helping. Your, your initial reaction was yes, and then there was that second guess of like, maybe I shouldn't. But, but you know, you need, to, you need to take that initial step and just be like, look, I do it. I do it. If it ends up being crap, oh well, at least I did it. And if it ends up being great, it's only great because I did it. Mm-hmm. I to- I totally get that. That's a yeah. that is a fantastic point to bring up. I agree. And the, the only and I'll say this to kind of just add to it. The only person any of us will ever be stuck with. If, giving the option, I could never see either of you again. If I really wanted to. If I really wanted yeah. to, I could drop everybody in my life. Mm-hmm. The only person you can't drop is yourself. Mm-hmm. That is the only person you can't get rid of. A lot of times people are afraid to just be quiet, set their phone down for 10 minutes and just be alone with themselves because that voice gets real loud. It gets real loud. But I promise you, if you sit there and just talk to it, <laughs> not verbally. <laughs> this, this, or this verbally. Sec- <laughs> this is the second part of my advice. 
So resistance is the voice in your head that's working against you. Yep. There's obviously we all do good things. We all do great things and do achieve what we want. So there's something else that's swinging the opposite way. And it's funny that you gave me this sweatshirt. It says Muse right here. The book that I read, The War of Art, described if religious people see them as angels, they just call them Muse for, uh, I think that's what Greek mythology first read them as. Yep. So think about whenever you're sitting down to write an essay. You write out the first sentence, blah, 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 blah. Then you go back to proofread it. And then you think, oh, no, I could definitely replace it with this word. Oh, I could write this better. Where the hell did that just come from? Where did you just think that? Who, who told you, no, this is better? That's something else that's talking to you saying, hey, look, we're trying to get you better. And how that person, the muse, gets in touch with you is by you sitting down and opening your mind and saying, I'm going to do something. I'm not going to let resistance win. I'm actually going to push forward and do it. And that's when you open the door for the muses, the angels to come into you and start giving you these good ideas, all your inspiration and everything. Mm-hmm. That's something else that's swinging back against resistance, trying to fight it. That's another one of those, you know, get in touch type of situations. Literally. Just Gotta realize, get in touch. realize it. Best time to do something is right now. I think I think uh, at the society at what point we're at now, just with technology and social media and stuff like that, I feel like people don't get a lot of alone time with themselves. Actual alone time. Alone time isn't just being alone on your phone playing video games and watching self reflection. Think about it. Think about it. Sit there. You're not gonna. There's gonna be times you're not gonna like that voice in your head. You're not gonna like being stuck with yourself. But I'm telling you, if you sit there, self reflect. Be mindful of yourself. Start paying a little more attention to how that voice is trying to hold you back and how those other voices are trying to help you. I think that's what I think we as a society, because I mean, we suffer from depression, anxiety greatly. But you can only change it within yourself. So I think that was a perfect point to end on. Take us home, Ethan. All right. So thank you guys so much. This was Talking Space Monkeys with your boy, Dino. I was here with my... Best friend and roommate, Aiden Jabari Holmes. Thank you for He's the guy. Thank you for my producer and our boss. (laughs) Still, he he stopped being our boss and becomes our boss again. Uh, Austin Gearman. And then one more time, what was the book? The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Sign up for Audible. It's probably the best thing you could do for yourself. There you go, guys. That's our advice. Meditate. Drink a lot of water. Self-reflection. Listen to music that you like. Be grateful. War of Art. Read a book, you loser. Read a book. Read a book, you losers. (laughs) Come on. I promise. Um, Yeah. So, thank you guys so much. Oh, and don't forget, uh, tweet at us, hashtag Space Monkeys, and uh, let us know either which one you're going to choose, Spider-Man with web shooters or Spider-Man with web coming out of his wrist. Yeah. We want to hear. It's horrible. All right, guys. Peace out.